Why choose this green church? I came to TGC because I saw a place where I could grow spiritually and I also saw people who were interested in my well-being in general. They weren't actually trying to force it, um, but it kind of made me stay because I could see that it was genuine. Um, TGC makes me feel like this is my home. Like I feel old. I feel like I've always wanted a place where I can showcase myself, where I can be discriminated, where I can express how I feel exactly, and that is what TGC is all about. Everything we do is based on the word of God. You don't manipulate it to our own benefit. Like, what is good, and that is what the thing That's why I love you. There you have it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Just pray, Holy Ghost, for that for just one minute. We have understanding. We have understanding. We have understanding. Clarity of communication. Clarity of understanding. Oh, dear Holy Ghost, you are a teacher. Tonight we welcome your teaching ministry. We welcome your teaching ministry. Our hearts are full of light tonight. Oh, we are full of understanding. And even as we teach, you express yourself, dear Holy Ghost, in words of wisdom, in words of knowledge, in tongues and interpretation. That tonight every heart is full of joy as everything is met in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we have prayed. So there's somebody, okay, this, this is what for you. You're about to keep on a project, okay? About to keep on a project. God says just hold on tight. Don't give up yet. On that project, don't give up on it. Hold on tight, okay? Um, just see to the end. See to the end. Good will come out from it. Good will come out of that project. So don't give up on it yet. It might look difficult. It might look untidy. Alright? But purpose will come out of it. Alright? So there's ease for you. There's strength for you. In the name of Jesus. And it is what is for you. You're, you have a note of joy in your heart right now. Right? Okay? So if it is you, let me know later. Just um, let me know. Drop it in the comment section on YouTube, um, Facebook, Mixer. Um, Alright? You can have us it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. All right. So, started on Sunday on this series called Rock Solid. All right. I um, started talking about the deity of Christ, the deity of Jesus, and what it means for our Christianity. All right. We see Romans 10, Romans 10 9, NIV. It says, If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe you are the glory of the dead, you'll be saved. Okay. If you declare with your mouth that He is Lord, Alright, so it means that you cannot be saved without accepting that Jesus is Lord. Alright? That Jesus is God is key to our Christianity. And you must declare with your mouth that he is Lord. Then believe in your heart that Christ raised him up from the dead. We see in John 8.24. John 8.24. says, Therefore I said to you that you will die in your sins if you don't believe that I am he. If you don't believe I am E, you will die in your sins. So, the belief, the understanding that Jesus is Lord, is God, is central to our Christian 
faith. So we said, you know, that he called himself God, all right? He was worshipped by the by daily church and his disciples, okay? And it was a clear fulfillment of prophecies. It was a clear fulfillment of prophecies from the Old Testament, all right? We saw in Isaiah 9, 6 to 7, that for once the child is born, unto us a son is given, and what? The government be upon his shoulder, and it's now be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. All right, so this child that is born, this son that is given, okay, is also, he will be called Mighty God, okay, Everlasting Father, to show his deity. He will be called the Mighty God and the Everlasting Father. All right, so also in Isaiah 7 14, says, Therefore, God himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. Okay, Emmanuel means God with us. So this is a clear fulfillment of Old Testament scriptures. All right, glory to Jesus. All right, glory to Jesus. So um, to further understand um, Christology, okay, the doctrine of Christ is not a big word. It just means doctrine of Christ. Okay, um, study the book of John. Study. The book of John. Okay? John told us in John 20 that he wrote the book of John to show us that Jesus is God. So it's a good book to study, to understand, you know, to understand Christology, the study of Jesus, the study of Christ. Glory to Jesus. So tonight we're going to run through, quickly run through three important concepts. I think at the end we'll talk about some, you know, some people as argument against the deity of Christ. So, um, if you have time, after talking about um, the Trinity, okay, that's one. The apostatic union, the apostatic union, number two. Apostatic union, number two. Number three, the kenosis. I'm sure if you have been here for a while, you, you, you'll have heard those terms before. The kenosis, apostatic union, and the, of course, we all know the Trinity. So, if you have time after this, we'll now go for a talk about, you know, people, how people object against the um, deity of Christ. All right, are we good? Are we together? Glory to Jesus. So these three, these three concepts, okay, the Trinity, apostolic union, and the kenosis, help us to understand, help us to be able to um, um, to defend the deity of Christ against the major arguments. Okay, the arguments are centered around these three things. Okay, the Trinity, apostolic um, union, and the kenosis. All right. So the Trinity. All right. Now in Scripture. There's nowhere where there's nowhere in scripture where there's a particular word called Trinity. There's no word in scripture called Trinity. But we see these concepts everywhere in scripture. Alright? It's clearly a scriptural doctrine. But there's no word in scripture that is three, you're gonna point to him, but we see that the doctrine of it is an is, a, is clearly scriptural. Alright? We see the Trinity everywhere in scripture, okay? And I said it is one Godhead. Three persons. One God, three persons. Now, not three gods. Alright? One God, one God, three persons. Glory to God. Genesis 1. Genesis 1, 1 to 3, and 26. Genesis 1 to 3, and verse 26. Genesis 1, 1 to 3, and verse 26. Are we there? Genesis 1 to 3. Genesis 1, 1 to 3. Once to go, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void. Darkness was on the face of the deep. 
And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Verse 3, then God said, let there be light, and there was light. Okay? Verse 3, then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. So we see the let us at the beginning of creation. We see the let us. And even in verse 1, okay, when you say beginning God, the word there is Elohim, right? And it's a, it's a plural term. It's a plural term. So we see from the beginning a plurality of persons in the Godhead. Alright? That God said, let us. So who are the us? Alright? The Father, the Son, and the Spirit. Alright? So in the beginning, the Trinity was. They've always been. Okay? Eternally with, eternally with the Godhead. Okay? Co-equal, you know, and co-eternal. So it starts from Genesis, from Genesis 1.1. So it's not something we're trying to make up, okay? What has always been traditionally, you know, in Scripture. Glory to God. Alright, so we didn't say many gods. We said one God. One God, three persons, okay? So it's not polytheism. It's not the worship of many gods. It is one God, Ed. One God, alright? Let's go to Mark, Mark 29. Mark 29. Mark 12, 29. Mark 12, 29. Mark 12, 29. Are you there? Mark 12, 29. I have to move fast because I have a lot to, lot to cover tonight. That I hope to finish. Alright. If I just say I'm there. Mark 12, 29. Alright. One to go. Jesus answered him. Are we together? Together. First of all, commandment is Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. So, we must always be clear with this that the Trinity is not a doctrine of many gods. It is the Lord our God is one. One Godhead. Okay? One Godhead, three persons. One Godhead, three persons. Glory to Jesus. Alright. So, these three persons of the Trinity, they are equal in nature and substance, equal in power and glory. Alright? They are co-equal and they are co-eternal. Alright? They, are, they share the same will. They don't disagree. They are one in everything. All right? But we'll see, you know, administrative roles play out in how, in how they relate to each other. Administrative roles. Okay? So it's not as the one is, one is bigger than the other, one is stronger than the other. Okay? Um, one Godhead, three persons with different administrative roles. Glory to Jesus. All right? So maybe my might help us see maybe a little dimly um, what the truth is about. Okay, that man and woman are equal, all right, but we, we yield, you know, to each other out of submission, you know, and love. So it's, it's not as though, it's not as though, um, um, man is superior to the woman, no, 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 okay, it's just administrative roles. Glory to Jesus. The man is not an inferior being, all right, just administrative roles. So we'll see that, you know. In the Trinity, and because the Trinity is perfect, perfect in love and submission, so there's no, there's no, there's no, there's no um, death in their oneness. Do you understand? Because there's no, there's no, you know, now how woman this are, I will feel love and submission, and okay, but, but in Trinity is perfect, perfection of love and you know submission. So there's no death in their oneness. Okay, so the Father, Son, and Spirit are distinct persons. The Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, they are distinct persons. Okay, are you following me this night? Alright? So we see in Philippians 1-2, the Father is called God. Titus 2-13, Jesus is called God. 
Acts 5, 3 to 4, the Holy Spirit is called God. Please take notes, okay, so you can cross-check on your own. I have lots of stuff to cover. All right? So, see in John 14, 16, Christ, that Christ said, he will send unto us, okay, another, that God, the Father sent unto us another helper, another one like myself, okay, to show that you are coming to is exactly like me. So, if I am God, it is also God. So, the Father is God, the Son is God, the Spirit is God. The Spirit is not the wind. It is not a feeling. It is not an, you know, it's IT. All right, is a person, is a person, and is God. All right, and is God. Glory to Jesus. Matthew twenty-eight, eighteen to nineteen. Matthew twenty-eight, eighteen to nineteen. Some people say Trinity is, you know, is God in three rules. No, no, no. It's three persons. Okay, not 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 one person playing three roles. No, no, there are three personalities. Okay, I will, we'll see that shortly. All right, let's go together. And Jesus came to and spoke to them, saying, "All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth." Nineteen. Go therefore, make disciples of all nations. Do what? But that's what I mean about the Father of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. In, you get so it's not saying you know it's not three roles. Is three persons in one Godhead, and to show their equality, it says in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Spirit, because they are they are you know equal in hierarchy. No, no, that's, that's what I don't have to use. Equal in power, no, maybe not hierarchy, because of attractive functions, but equal in power, equal in glory, equal in strength. All right, we'll see that we'll see as we go further that you know that when Christ came to earth, it showed some form of hierarchy between 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 um, the Godhead. That the father, you know, like source of source of the source of the will. Okay, it was doing the father's will, but we we'll get to that as we go on. Okay, but we we'll see that he didn't say name of the father, of the son, of the Holy Spirit, and of Michael. So when people pray, look, Baba, look, look, Omo, look, Omo, and after Michael next, let Michael has no business in that in that in that equation. He has no business being around that area. If Michael tell, what are you doing? What are you doing? All right. It's a common way some of our, some of our Yoruba grand churches pray, okay? But don't do that, okay? Sometimes these people are done in ignorance. They are done in, maybe someone saw the vision and saw Michael, can you call, can you call, can you call, you know, just make Michael something, what is not. But we have to not, you know, go beyond the scripture. All right? Are we following? All right. Glory to Jesus. So, the son of man is what? Is man. Son of God is what? Is God. And the spirit of God is what? Is God. Glory to Jesus. And we follow him. All right? So, it's not a belief in three gods. It's a belief in one God that exists as three persons. Okay? Each of them are fully God and equally God. Very important. All right? God is not one person that took three roles. No. You know, that, that, that's an heresy called modernism. Okay? That's not it. It's, you know, one God, Ed, one God, three persons. All right? Good, good, good. So, the next thing is the hypostatic union. The hypostatic union. The hypostatic. These are not big, big words, okay? But you should know them. So, I'm going to say that. If you're not forming, you're not doing wow, hypostatic. All right? We should know these terms, okay? Um, every believer should, should, should have some basic background in theology. It's not a pastor thingy. It's not a, it's not, it's not a Bible school thing, okay? That we should know and be taught from church. Alright? So, it's not if you come and teach a jumpy salmon, you know, or a salmon that makes you all hyper and, you know, energetic and all that. Sometimes, Bible school. Sometimes, 
Bibles, just take notes, men and go, no shouting. No pastor preach, no. Somebody just raw. Alright? Bible school. Glory to Jesus. Can I take it said, you church to do their work in Bible schools. Church church trying to do the work of the work I should do. That will not need, you know, will not need Bible schools. Glory to Jesus. Alright? So the hypostatic union. It is the human nature and the divine nature, okay? Each in its completeness, you know, um, in one person of Jesus Christ. Okay? The human nature and the divine nature, each in its own completeness, you know, in one, you know, in one in one entity, okay, of the person, Jesus Christ. Alright? It's just it's just the saying that okay, he's fully man and he's fully God. Glory to Jesus. Fully man and fully, fully God. The hypostatic union. Alright? Let's see Hebrews 2 14 17. Hebrews 2 14 to 17. Hebrews 2 14 to 17. Hebrews 2 14 to 17. Are we there? One to go. Are we there? Okay, I'm waiting for you. A minute. <laughs> Hebrews 2 14 to 17. Inasmuch then, as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, himself likewise shed in the same, that through death it might destroy him who had the power of death, that is the devil, and release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Verse 16, For indeed, it does not give aid to angels, but it does give to the seed of Abraham. 17, Therefore in all things he had to be made like his brethren, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God to make propitiation for the sins of the people. Look at that. So he partook of our flesh and blood, okay, and was in all things to make like us his brethren. So he was fully man and fully God. He was not half man, half God, all right? He was fully man like us in every way, fully man and fully God. Philippians 2, 6. Philippians 2, 6 and 7. Philippians 2, 6 and 7. If you are there, say I'm there. Philippians 2, 6 and 7. Philippians 2, 6 and 7. Philippians 2, 6 and 7. All right. Good, good, good. Philippians 2, 6 and 7. All right. Want to go. Who being in the form of God, did not considered robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking a form of a bond servant, and coming in the likeness of so he was also God. Okay? On earth he was fully man and fully God. Not half God, half man. Glory to Jesus. So the, the divine nature did not change, okay, when it became flesh. It only just was joined with humanity, okay? It didn't stop being God, okay? It was still fully God and still fully man. This is important, okay? So we'll call this the hypostatic union. That Jesus Christ was fully God and fully man. So we'll see that he was worshipped. He was worshipped, but he also worshipped the Father. He was called God. He was called man. He was cousin of God. He was cousin of man. He was prayed to. Okay, he is prayed to. We pray to him now, right? And he prayed to the Father. Okay? Sinless, he was tempted. You can't tempt God, all right? But as a man, he was tempted, okay? Glory to Jesus. So we'll see in him, okay, his humanity and his divinity. That was fully God at the same time fully man. 
All right? Good, good, good. Good so far. So let's take us to Genesis. We're now in the form, we talk about the Trinity, about that union, and now we're now on the Trinity, the progression, okay? When we get these three concepts right, we'll be able to better, um, we'll be able to better understand and defend, you know, um, uh, Christianity against those popular arguments against the deity of Christ. All right? So the kenosis. The kenosis. This is a doctrine that, you know, Jesus, fully God, please follow me, and fully man, you know, deprived himself of, the, of his divine privileges. Deprived himself of his divine privileges. He did not cease being God, but, you know, he, 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 did, not, he did not come to earth to operate as God. Do you understand? So, even though fully man, fully God, you know, he did not use his, his heavenly prerogatives. Okay? Even though he did not cease being God, but he did not operate on earth as God. Do you understand? I was thinking about it. I think, for example, we can relate to. And I imagine myself, you know, um, I'm this tall, I'm this big, okay? I can do some things that my, my son cannot do. But imagine me, I don't know if it works, because the training is very interesting to... to Analyze human terms, all right. But imagine me coming down to his level to bend to his height and to play with my dad level. So, even though I am me, I'm all that right, but I, I'm, I'm not using my elderly prerogatives, I'm functioning with him at his level. So, I talk like him, I play like him. I do you, so that might just help us a little bit, okay. But it did not change who he was, it was still fully God, but he did not operate on earth as God. So he, can, he could not cease being God, okay? He was still God, okay? Fully God, fully man, but he did not operate on earth as, as God. All right? So can, the word kenosis is, is, is from um, Philippians, 2, Philippians 2 7. Okay? But he says, even though it, being God, not, not considered Robert to be equal with God, okay? But verse 7 says, many of, of, of the reputation. That word means, he, you know, the word there is emptying himself. He emptied himself of his divine prerogatives, okay? So, even though it was all that, okay, he did not use his, his heavenly prerogatives. So, the word there is what, what we'll find Kenosis from. He emptied himself. It's not as though he, he, he took off his divinity. He could not, okay? But he did not use, okay, his heavenly prerogatives on earth. He came to earth as a man, okay? Fully man, fully God, but operated as man. Good, good, good. Let's go, let's, let's, go, let's go together. Philippians 2, 6 to 9. 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 All right? Thank you, Holy Spirit. Philippians 2, 6 to 9. Philippians 2, 6 to 9. Father, say I'm there. Again, who being in the form of God, not considered robbery to be equal with God. Verse 7, but made himself of no reputation, Taking the form of a bond servant and coming in the likeness of men. Please pause, okay? Compared to, compared to divinity, being a man is like being a servant. Being a man is like being a bond, because just is that far apart, okay? So, you know. Okay. Okay? Verse 8. Okay? And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Verse 9, therefore God has highly exalted him and given the name which is above every name. All right? So, during his work on the earth, um, he did not come to operate, you know, as God. Even though fully man, he, he, he came to, you know, to live as fully God, to live as man, okay? So that he can be a worthy high priest. Glory to Jesus. First Timothy 3.16. First Timothy 3.16. First Timothy 3.16. 
1 Timothy 3.16. 1 Timothy 3.16. Someone is wondering, why this topic? Why are we doing all this theological thing? Because God said so. That's I can tell you. That God told me to do so. All right? That's the best I can tell you. That God said, do this now. Okay? That's why we are doing it, okay? Um, the other things we do in Christianity should be built on this foundational knowledge. If we don't know these things, okay, the other things are built on shaky foundation. All right? So we should understand the truth, okay? The core truth, truth of our faith and build on it. Don't every time jump or shout. Sometimes just sit down and take notes. All right? It's part of what we should be doing as a church. You ask me why? Because God said so. Okay? And because God said so, I think we all need to be in this kind of conversations. Just learn, okay? Remind yourself of these truths. All right? I believe you should do this every year. Okay? Because these are the things that we must know every year. One way or the other, every year. All right? Are we there? Let's go to the 16. Want to go. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested, look at this, and in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen by angels, preached among the Gentiles, believed on the world, and received up in glory. Look at that. God was manifested in the flesh. God. So he did not stop being God, okay? But was manifested in the flesh. So, you know, when we read John, John 1, 1 to 14, in the beginning of the world, what was with God, and the word was God. Verse 14 says, and the word became flesh. And dwelt. So it was still fully God, okay, but took on, took on flesh at the incarnation. All right? So, so we see that he had, a human, he had a full, full human experience. Full human experience, okay? He wept. He hungered. God, you know, in the flesh. He wept. He hungered. He tested. He was tempted. He was tempted. To show that it was fully God, it was, but yet it was still fully man. All right? As God, he did not need to cry. Okay? But it was fully God, he was fully man. All right? He learned and he grew. Luke 2. Luke 2, 39 to 40. Luke 2, 39 to 40. Luke 2, 39 to 40. Are we there? Luke 2. 39 to 40. All right, I want to go. Hold on. I'm changing my passion to NKJV. All right, let's go. So when they had performed all things according to the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee to their own city of Nazareth. Verse 40, look at this. And the child grew and became strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. So he grew, all right? He grew like a normal child. Like a normal child, he grew. God they would say, we know this guy now. We know his parents. We know his sisters. We know this guy. How can he form to be the Christ? And we know where he's from. They thought that when the Christ will come, they don't know, know where he's from. Just appear, bagam, I'm the Christ. Okay? So they could not relate to the fact that we know this guy. When he was young, we saw that, okay? But yeah, he was fully man and yet fully God. He grew like a child would grow, okay? And became strong, okay? In spirit, you know, filled with wisdom and um, the grace of God. All right. Verse 51 of the same, of the same, same, same chapter, 5152. 5152. 5152. 5152. Are we there? Want to go? Then he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was subject to them. But his mother kept all these things in her heart. Look at this, 52. And Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature and in 
Amen. Because he was fully man and at the same time fully God. Okay? So he had a full man experience. Okay? He grew. He learned stuff. He grew. Amen. So he didn't come to it all knowing. He learned their language. Like my, like, my, like my son would or is doing. Okay? He grew in wisdom. It means that we have had some very childish moments too. I want to be like, oh, wow, this boy has the Christ too. <laughs> ah, you know, yeah, had a full experience. Had the Christ. Wow, I'm raising the Christ. Training the Christ how to eat, how to poop, how to walk. Because that says he grew. All right? So he had a full man experience. That's what, that's what they call the, the kenosis. I know it, it might feel too difficult to understand. Yes, it should. It should. It's something that only God can do. Only God can take on flesh and still be God and yet be man. So if it's too deep, it's the way it's meant to be. Glory to Jesus. So we we'll also see that, you know, in his earthly work, by himself, it was not omnipotent, by himself. Omnipotent means all-powerful. Okay? In himself, it was not all-powerful. It was also not everywhere. It was not omnipresent. It was not everywhere. It was only one, it was only one place at a time. It was not everywhere. All right? It was also not all-knowing. That's omni-science. Okay? It was not all-knowing. Okay? Because even though fully God, he didn't come to earth to operate, you know, to operate in his divinity, to operate as fully, please follow me, as fully God. So, he only could do and know what the Father, you know, revealed to him. He could only do what the Father, you know, revealed to him and what the Spirit enabled him to do. So on his own, he could do nothing. So it was like you and I would rely on God to get this done. So also was he on, in, in his earthly work. So that's what we say in Acts 38. Acts 10, 38. Acts 10, 38. Are we there? Acts 10, 38. Acts 10, 38. If you are there, say I'm there. Of course I am. <laughs> are we there? Yeah. All right. Want to go? How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. See that? So he, he, he did his earthly work, you know, as a man helped by God's wood. So you have to be anointed to do good works. The kenosis. All right? John 5. John 5. John 5 from 19 to 20. John 5 from 19 to 20. John 5. Okay, Holy Spirit. John 5 from 19 to 20. John 5 from 19 to 20. Mm-hmm. Are we there? Yeah. All right. One, two, go. Amen. Jesus answered and said to them, Most assuredly I say to you, the Son can do nothing of himself. What he sees the Father do. For whatever he does, the Son also does in like manner. 20. For the Father loves the Son and shows him all things that he himself does. And he will show him greater works than this that you may marvel. You see that? See that? So, he lived on earth as a man dependent on God. 
Glory to Jesus. The kenosis. Alright? So it's why also we can do the works he did. If it was God's stuff only, we'll not be able to do it. John 14, 14. John 14, 12 to 14. John 14, 12 to 14. He came to model, you know, what the child of God would be like. John 14, 12 to 14. All right? Came to model what man in Christ would be like. If he did it as God alone, then we have no right to, to dry. So even though we share his nature, we are not God. We are not God as in G-O-D. Capital letter G-O-D. Amen? Yeah, we are small letter G-O-D. We are God. Psalm 82. Also in John 10 also, we are God. Yes, we are God. We are not capital letter G. Okay? We share his nature, but we are not him. We are of him. We are not him. Yeah. We proceed from him. We are not him. So, we are dependent on him, okay, to produce his kind of result, okay? It flows from him to us. By Christ, Christ said, by myself, I can do nothing. So, you don't get to a point where you are so man in Christ, you don't need God. Do you understand? That's even ridiculous to think about. I will always depend on our vital relationship with God to draw source for our earthly work. Glory to Jesus. Are we there? John 14, 20, 14. Want to go? Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works I do, he will do also. And greater works than this, he will do, because I go to my Father. 14. And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Look at this. So if you believe in him, you believe in Jesus. The works he did, you can do also. Interesting. And it says, even greater works. Why? Because I go to the Father. And if I go where happen, the Spirit will come. So the same Spirit that enabled to do the works, okay, was released at his departure. Glory to Jesus. So, the same Spirit that enabled him for his own works on earth, okay, was going to be released at his own departure. So, says Christ said that when I go, the spirit will come. Alright? Are we following? Are we together? So, is that spirit that was on him that we now have that, we can now, that can now make us do the works that he did also? So, he did come to do those things as God. Okay? Yes. But as man. Glory to Jesus. As man Dependent on God. So, we also can do this work because, you know, in him, we are also strength of God, we are sons of God, okay? We have the spirit and we have his authority. Glory to Jesus. That was, a, for me, a bold statement. That the works I do, you will do also. So, if he was only fully God and not man, that would not work. Because for us to do those things, we also have to be fully God. Do you understand? If I am to you the sick, you have to be fully God. Then we have no hope of doing it. 
that he became man and did all that. He's our hope. That's why he said, you also will do the works I am doing. He was made like, made like us in every way. Glory to Jesus. You know when you read Hebrews? Hebrews says, you know, every high priest must be taken from among men. So your high priest has to be a man like you. He can be a fitting high priest. I, 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 I have to bear the people's infirmities to feel like to understand their pains. So if it was only fully God, it, not, it should not work. So must must still beat him too. Yeah. I don't know about Shahamasha, but he had bread and fish. He had bread and, and he was hungry. Amen. Glory to Jesus. All right. So this makes him a perfect mediator, okay, between God and because he's, he's fully God and fully man. So it just works. Fully God, fully man, it just it just works. First Timothy two five. First Timothy two five. First Timothy two five. First Timothy two five. So for there's one God. Are we there? Our mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. And this was written after his resurrection. So even right now in heaven, Jesus is man. Interesting. Do you get that? He's man. He's man in heaven. So there's a man in heaven, Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. So this is central to our Christian faith. All right? 1 John 4 to 3. 1 John 4, 1 to 3. 1 John 4, 1 to 3. 1 John 4, 1 to 3. Please take notes, okay, so you can have this for yourself, you know, to go over now and then. 1 John 4, 1 to 3. 1 to go. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirit whether they are of God, because many false prophets have gone into, I went into the world. By this you know the spirit of God. Look at this. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is of God. Verse 3. That does not confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard was coming and is now already in the world. So when you see any 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 faith, okay, any type of Christianity, all right, that says Jesus is not God, okay, is of the Antichrist. Antichrist, anti the anointed one, anti the Messiah. So it's not some it's not some scary-looking guy with, with, a four, with a, you know, big forehead and large horns. All right? It's first a type of ideology that proceeds from him. Okay? So just check them out. The Antichrist. So when people say things like, we're all having the same God. And Bible calls, Bible calls them Antichrist. Antichrist. But you say, they and you in Christ are having the same God. That's, that's ridiculous. All right? They can't be antichrist and be serving the same, the same God. Are we good? Okay? You know, man sinned. So man's ransom had to be man. Is why the blood of bulls and goats could not get the job done. The soul that sinner shall die. Not that a dog will die for him and he'll be fine. So, the... You know, Wages of sin is death. Death of the man, not of a goat or of a cow. So it's why the blood of bulls and calves could not get the job done. 
God was only allowing them to do that to foreshadow what would happen. Amen. He could not do the job, right? It was just God, you know, foreshadowing, prophesying what was going to come. That the blood of a man, okay, will pay the price for sin. Now, if the man had his own sin, his own death will be for his sin. So it's why Christ, for it to work, has to be fully man and fully God. Because it can only be sinless as fully God. Alright? So this makes him a fitting offering for our sin. Fully man, fully God. Man sin, so man. Okay? Sinless blood, so God. Glory to Jesus. It's also why he bypassed the, the normal human experience of, 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 um, of um, conception. That's some interesting spiritual technology. You get the point. All right? Fully man, fully God to pay the price for, for sin. All right? So knowing this, now let's go through people's common, common you know, arguments against the death of Christ. All right? Some say that because he had flesh and bones, okay, and God being a spirit does not have flesh and bones. You know, when it's John 4, 24, John 4, 24, it's saying, you know, God is a spirit too. That, okay, it cannot be God if he has flesh and bones, all right? People say that. Glory to Jesus. Okay. First Matthew 2, 5. First Matthew 2, 5. Calls him God clearly, okay? For there's one God, and one made it up between man and God, the man, Christ Jesus. All right? First Matthew 3, 16. That God Manifested in the flesh. That God took on flesh. It's all over scripture, okay? So, he did not stop being God. Okay? But took on flesh. In the scripture. Alright? Someone said, the Bible said in Isaiah 11, 9, that God is not a man. I agree with you. Okay? But he did not say God cannot become man. When Isaiah said God is not man, he didn't say God cannot become, that God can take on flesh. He's God. He can do as he pleases. He can do all sort of you know, um, interesting stuff. All right? Glory to Jesus. So God, you know, took on, interesting, took on flesh. So yes, he was called man, was also called God, was fully man, fully God. Glory to Jesus. Something because he called God his father. If God is his father, how can he also be God? I think that, 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 makes, that, makes, that makes it a lot easier. Because when he, when he called God his father, they wanted to stone him. Because they understood what it meant by saying, you know, Jews can say God is our father. Jews say God is our father. It's different from God is my father. You understand? So when he was saying God is my father, for them it was different from God is our, there are two different things. So they understood that, you know, him calling God his father was him making himself equal with God. All right? So, as I said earlier, the son of man is man. The son of God is God, okay? We only beget according to our type. We can create that stuff, right? But what we beget is us, our type. My son is a man, okay? Woman be like me, woman, woman, all right? So what I beget, okay, is my type. What I create is not, is not me. Glory to Jesus. Hebrews 1.8. Even the father 
calls his son God. Want to go Hebrews on it? <laughs> but to the son, he says, Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. Do you see that? So the father calls the son God. Okay? Someone said, you know, this someone is figurative, okay? That the father sends us to earth. That how can he be God if they can send a message? Okay? Yeah. Glory to God. Number one, Jesus volunteered to come. They did not force him. There is not, it's not if you don't go. Okay? He volunteered to come. All right? And I said earlier also that in the Trinity there is, there is an hierarchy of administrative roles. Equality, but roles. So the son, the of the father, doesn't make him inferior. Is administrative roles. Glory to Jesus. All right? He called himself the good shepherd. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives himself for the sheep. He gave himself. He was not forced. He gave himself. Glory to Jesus. Someone said because God is his head. How can he be God if God is his head? Let me ask you also, as a married woman, okay? Have you not become another creature because your husband is the head? Answer now. You're not married yet. Okay, sorry. All right. Glory to Jesus. So, it's still the exact same nature. But, you know, administrative roles, relationship. Glory to Jesus. All right? And that one says, Christ is not God, but he is the son of God. Again, we're back to the same. Now we're cycling. We're cycling, rather. That's exactly around the same thing, okay? The son of God is God. It's not, it's not deep. All right? Some say, you know, that it can't be God. There's just the way we are also called, you know, sons of God. Now, we are sons of God in his sonship. It's in him that we are sons. Okay? And we are not the son. He is the son. We are sons in him. So, I am a child of God. I am not the son of God. I am a son of God. I am not the Christ is called the, the begotten, the only begotten. That only begotten there is, you know, the one and only unique son of God in a class all by himself. So we're not mates. Even though, yes, in him, there's some mates, mateship, but it's not like that, okay? <laughs> Glory to Jesus. It is in him that I find my own sonship. And it's in a class all by himself. It's called the, the only begotten in a class all by himself. Glory to Jesus. As in John 3, 16, okay? It's the only begotten. Glory to Jesus. Which other one? Mm. I've covered this also. Another one says that because he prayed to the Father, he can't be, he can't be God. He can talk about, you know, fully God, fully man. He had a fully man experience. He was also prayed to. He was also prayed to, all right? Fully God, fully man, you know, having his own... Um, Woman experience. Which other one? Someone said that because he died, that, you know, how can God die? This is actually very easy. It's an interesting one, okay? But again, we said, okay, he was fully God and he was fully man. And don't forget, spirits don't die. Spirits don't die. So as God, he could not die, okay? But as flesh, you know, as man, he died and he rose again. Hebrews 2.9. 
Hebrews 2 9. Hebrews 2 9. says, But we'll see Jesus, who was made a little than the angels, for the suffering of death. Okay? He was made, it, it happened, all this happened, in fact, for the suffering of death. Okay? He became a man, and the point of it was that so that he could, he could die and pay the price for our. So that death gone, gone, gone was the purpose of his, you know, of his coming. All right? What else? What else am I missing? Okay, I think this is good. Interesting. Just so that I'm checking my notes a minute to see if I, if I skipped anything. Can we just rather give him thanks this evening? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Just give him praise. Thank you for, his, for the price he paid. Thank you for the price he paid. For, you know, for being willing to humble himself to take on flesh. You know, for... For us, it's huge to even imagine that God became flesh. Let's give him praise and thank him. Oh, we thank you for the price you paid. For counting all of this worthy to save us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That even, you know, it's so, it's, it's, it's quite, you know, some level of mystery. For us to even understand that God took on flesh. And you came as fully man and yet fully God. And yet, you know, you, you, you went through the normal human experience, okay? To show us what is possible for man in Christ. Thank you for being our model. For being our example. Thank you for showing us what is possible to man. One that they said in scripture, that the people wondered that God had given such power to man. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the rights we have found, the rights of sonship that we have found in you. Thank you for your promises. That is now our reality. That if we believe, and yes, we have believed, that we do greater works. Interesting. And that whatever you ask, we ask in your name. You will do for us. That we are grateful. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. So, Lord, tonight we pray. That the words the word we have received tonight grows in our hearts. That we have more and more understanding. Okay, more and more understanding. More and more understanding. We pray tonight that the Holy Spirit begins to, you know, to, 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 to breathe upon His word in our hearts. And it comes out of the fact, it just begins to make more and more sense. More and more sense to us. More and more sense. That the, the parts that are yet unclear, they get clearer and clearer to us. Yes, Lord, people understand. Are we praying tonight? We have understanding. We have understanding. Now, more course here, they get the lecosa. Etama and the monoco, sute ilica dish the prali diaca sati. Marco sute lidibidiaca shati. Matanami kediza, elipra azokotosa. We pray tonight. Lamanacasian de lekede esuza. Prande co suta, elipre, eleco soprande kia kashati. Matanami akada, elenobos unegeate. Epra isoto para asenege diza. Epra diz kazane elemo ko siate gadaza. Matena mo ko superlididiosa. La preledia kashati. Bala tobo hosune tele de baradegane suzia. La preleko suta gadish de gedia kanasis. Matelabo go sinake dia kasadashate. Epra dala eno ko sita gadi eko senege didiosa. Prada Gash Dosa 